Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. It's now the 20th day of October 2016, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin and Los Angeles Dodgers center fielder Jock Peterson. Well, I'm recording this while a game is going on. Currently going on is Game 5 of the National League Championship Series, and there is no conceivable way to downplay the importance of this game. This game feels like an elimination game for both teams. This is a... The, the importance of this game is just, just astronomical. And as I'm recording this, Addison Russell just hit a two-run homer. David Ross doubled. It's now 3-1 to one Chicago in the first. It was 1-1 to one going into 3-1 uh, uh, to one Chicago in the sixth. I'm sorry. It was 1-1 one to one in the sixth. It was a tie game when I was sitting down ready to record this part, and then Russell hit a homer, and then Ross doubled. This is a gigantic inning right now for L.A. to keep this 3-1. They got John Lester up, and that should be an automatic out. But Addison Russell has hit two home runs since the Game 3 debacle for Chicago, and they have been gigantic. The two-run homer really put the, you know, gave the Cubs a much-needed cushion as the, you know, the offense, which was dead, Going into game four, obviously woke up and went bananas in game, you know, went bananas in game four. And a lot of people, including Russell, who had played so badly that he was, you know, dropped down in the lineup and wound up hitting that home run. And here hit a home run to make it three to one. I mean, as I said, I cannot exact. Now, you all know how this game ends because this is one of those where I'm going to record a little bit and then record when it's all over to give my thoughts. So I want to give my thoughts now. Um, I've not been subtle. I'm rooting for the Dodgers. And I even said, damn it, when I heard the call of the uh, uh, Addison Russell Homer. And look at that. They, they kept the damage down to 3-1. to one. That's still manageable. That's still a bloop and a blast. But that's just, they've had to just scratch and claw to get that one run off of Lester, who has been fantastic this postseason. God, as a Red Sox fan, where do you acquire a player like Lester? But it's 3-1. The Dodgers have already gone in the bullpen, and one of the bullpen moves, I'm sorry, I thought was bizarre, that they lifted the starter, Kenta Maeda, with two outs, there were two runners on, but John Lester was coming up. John Lester, who was a notoriously terrible hitting pitcher, I mean, you kind of tell me he can't get him out? You, you, bring, you burn a reliever right then and there? I mean, you think, okay, even if you're thinking that, all right, this is your last batter, aren't you better off saying, okay, he got that last out and then a reliever can come in clean? I, I sometimes don't understand life. But it's three to one. And this, is, this feels like an elimination game for both teams, even though it's an elimination game for neither team. 
No team could get eliminated today, but whoever loses this is just facing such a daunting task. Whoever wins is in a great position. If the Cubs win today, they go back to Wrigley. They face Clayton Kershaw. If they lose 28 to nothing to Clayton Kershaw, they still have a Game 7. And who's going to pitch Game 7? Um, probably would be Hill, who was terrific, but he's not Clayton Kershaw. And they'll be throwing, I don't know, they'll be throwing Arietta, Probably Arietta. Arietta Hill, all right, the last time Arietta Hill went the way of Hill. But I don't think that will happen twice. Arietta is a fine pitcher, albeit hasn't pitched that great this postseason. He's a Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, I know, he slumped a little bit in the second half. I, I, Arietta at home, not facing the Dodgers' best pitcher, Vavoom Baboom. I think that goes to the Cubs. To win two games in Wrigley, I think, is a huge, daunting task for a team as streaky as L.A. and with a team that the, the manager trusts a grand total of two pitchers. I mean, they may have to start Kenley Jansen Game 7 for what it's worth. And, of course, we all know what it means if the Cubs lose. If the Cubs lose this game, they face Clayton Kershaw, which means they have to beat the best pitcher in the world, with all, everything in the world that they're trying to prove, that he's trying to prove to the world, uh, you know, that's almost an impossible task. So the importance of this game is so immense for both teams that it's kind of mind-boggling. It is kind of mind-boggling. And, uh, you know... I may just have to pause this right now because you all know what happened, and I just established what it is, and I'm, and I'm super excited about this game. But holy Phil Esposito, I mean, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to the team that loses this game? This is going to be a long flight to Chicago, and seeing it's a low-scoring game right now, it's three-one. The Dodgers are a blue, the proverbial bloop and a blast from tying this, but this game is just. I mean, it's, this is paced like the movie Dune. It's just slogging along. And I have a feeling it's not going to get quicker as the game goes on. And your pal Sully's favorite player, and I say that uh, sarcastically, Aroldis Chapman is rested and ready, although he hasn't exactly been lights out this postseason, remember. So anyway, I'm going to pause this game, or I'm going to pause this recording, when you next hear my voice, one of two things would have happened. Either the game is over and I'm going to break down my thoughts, or something incredibly dramatic has happened, and I'll have to let you know what it is. But you already know. You all know. You're all laughing at your pal, Sully. All right, let's, let's give this a rest. All right, it's the top of the eighth inning, and... Um, this game is going to get out of hand in a real, in a real, real hurry. Uh, Baez is pitching for the Dodgers, but I, I use the word pitching uh, very, very loosely in this case. Uh, it is he, you know, there's there there is something to be said about you're supposed to get a pitch off at a certain amount of time, and I actually would have no problem with a 30-second clock. You have 30 seconds to make your pitch. 
If not, it gets called. You get a ball, ball. You you took more than thirty seconds to make a pitch, and that and that includes like okay, the pitching coach has got to run up. He's got thirty seconds to run up, tell something and run back. Or the catcher's got thirty seconds to run up, say something and run back, and then get a pitch off. I'm all for that. I mean, I wonder if you could shave off. I don't know. 10 minutes a game doing that? I have no idea. I have no data. I just said 10 minutes. But with Baez, um, I think we could shave, what, an hour and a half off that inning? That inning was was just like, I already made a Dune reference. I mean, Christ, the, the English patient. I'm trying to think of all the things that are just, uh, this game wasn't exactly zooming along, as it were. This was a, this has been a, for a game that, that is this important and was one-to-one going into the sixth inning. Um, I mean, it's really just been a slog these last bunch of innings. And we're here. It's it's right now as I'm recording this. It's 5-1 Chicago. The Dodgers are making a pitching change. And, I mean, uh, unless... Just hell freezes over. I do not see a scenario where the Dodgers can win this game. Now, of course, wouldn't this be a great part of this podcast if you know, oh my God, Sully doesn't realize that the Dodgers are going to have the greatest comeback of all time. And yeah, if they get out of this inning now, it's a four-run Stripling is pitching. Remember Stripling had a no-hitter going into the eighth inning of that game in San Francisco? And they relieved them, and then the next batter let up a best pitcher let up a game tying homer, and the Giants won it in extra innings. Remember that? That was technically this year. Now Stripling has an ERA that has an area code on it in this postseason. And a small sample size, to be sure. But yeah, it's possible he could get out of this inning, and the Dodgers could go on a four-run rally in the bottom of the eighth, and all of a sudden this goes in extra eggs. But I have a feeling it won't happen. You already know what happened. So, I mean, I think we're looking at right here is this going back to Wrigley. Now, as someone who's been pulling for the Dodgers in this one, I have to say that it's not the end of the world for L.A., Oh, who am I kidding? If they lose this game, they're probably going to win the Kershaw start because Kershaw's possessed. And then it'll be Hill versus Arietta. But I just, I don't see this Dodger team with a manager who trusts no pitcher whose name isn't Kershaw, Hill, and Jansen. And, for, you know, for good reason. But I go back to the early part of this game where it was, they, they took out, Kenta Maeda, who, okay, he wasn't exactly Bob Gibson at the beginning of this game, but he had let up one run, and the pitcher was up with two outs and a force at third, second, and first. I mean, he's a major league pitcher, Maeda, who's going to face a crap pitcher, crap hitter in Leicester. You know, when you have, when you can't rely on that many arms, this is something that always drives me somewhat bananas, is that sense of, you know what, why are you going to burn a reliever at that point? You know, I don't know what to say. Still 5-1, top of the eighth. And my, 
Blood is boiling a little bit here. But I have a feeling we're going to have a Game 7 of this NLCS. Now, the Game 7 of the NLCS will take place on Sunday. Oh, dear. Bases clearing double. It's 8-1, to one, Cubs. This game's over. At this point, just sort of... I, I, Dave Roberts just has to look down the bench and say, Hey, who hasn't played yet? Who would like to get into a... Would you like to play in a playoff game? Man, oh man. Remember how the Cubs' bats were just deader than dead in games two and three? Where they scored ten runs in game four. They've scored, so far, eight runs in this. You know? You can't let a team like this get off the mat. This was 1-1 in the sixth. But they were already burning relievers in the fourth. And so, yeah, Stripling's going to get clobbered and Baez is going to get clobbered and Blanton got clobbered. I mean, so uh, you're going to have to ask Kershaw to give you nine. And then you're going to ask Hill to give you... Ten? I don't know. I don't know. But I have a feeling we're going to see that image of Chapman celebrating. It's going to suck. Oh, look at that. They got out of the inning. Dodgers scored five runs in the eighth inning. And they're probably going to go to the World Series. This is why a game like this, I mean, it'll come down. the, The final image of this series will be in Wrigley Field. And it's going to be one of two images. It's going to be Wrigley going crazy, clinching their first pennant since 1945. Or it's going to be those deep, dark stares, the same way that they had in 2003 when the, uh, what's it called, the, the Marlins won those final two games. And they won those final two games facing Pryor and Wood. But man... There's something about this Cubs team, isn't there? They're going to win it all, aren't they? I'm like the only person who doesn't want to see that, aren't I? I'm the party pooper. But I've stated my reasons, and I stand by my reasons. And we're sitting here with an 8-1 Cubs lead over L.A. I will say this. Your pal Sully will say this. As I've been pulling for Los Angeles in this series, this is what I kind of thought would be, all right, the Dodgers got to win one game to have to hand the ball to Kershaw. And the one thing that the Dodgers can hope for is a slump from Arietta. But I'll tell you something right here and also right now. A really, really under... I don't want to say... Is he, has he been underrated? I don't know. But the real big hero... He was great in game two. He was uh, in game one, I'm sorry. He was great here, and he was great in that first game against the Giants. Johnny Lester. Think about this for a second. If John Lester doesn't have the game he had in game one against San Francisco, then John Lester, if he loses that game... Giants go up one nothing in the series. Go back to San Francisco with Bumgarner pitching game three. There's a real chance the Cubs lose that series in four. 
I mean, they almost did. When you stop and think about it, they lost. They, they won three one-run games, right? Or two one-run games, that's right. All right, never mind. And Lester pitched very well in game one. The bullpen coughed it up, but they came back to win it. And he's been outstanding in this game. Lester has been the... Man, the, he has been, in many ways, the savior of this Cubs season. Especially with Arietta not pitching well. The Cubs have lost both of Arietta's starts. Oh, all right, well, I'll check in when this game's over. Well, the Dodgers scored a couple runs in the ninth inning. That would have been really exciting if they hadn't let up five runs in the eighth. Well, here we go. This is going to... A lot of pressure is going to be put on Clayton Kershaw. And I remember in 2013 when Clayton Kershaw was unbelievable. As he, you know, he has a tendency to be unbelievable. And there was the thought that, well, he was going to pitch game six in St. Louis. And that would inevitably force a game seven. I also remember Randy Johnson in 1995 pitching game six. In, in Seattle, actually, and with the Mariners down three games to two to Cleveland, and the notion that, okay, well, he's clearly going to win his game, that'll force a game seven. Well, both of those pitchers lost the game. Uh, it was one bad inning that cost Randy Johnson. Uh, Clayton Kershaw got absolutely torched by St. Louis. So there have been instances where pitchers who you are like, okay, they're definitely going to win this game, wound up not winning the game. But for Clayton Kershaw, who's been trying to turn the narrative upside down, that he's not a big game pitcher, a lot can happen if he wins and forces a game seven. But between you and me and everyone else who listens to this podcast, I can honestly say, I think the Cubs just won the pennant. I really do. Um, and... I'm going to have to sort of just deal with that the way I deal with it, you know. I've I've expressed my thoughts, and we're probably going to have a Cleveland-Chicago World Series, which, man, oh, man, that almost doesn't seem logical. That almost doesn't seem real. But either way, um, I'll tell you another thing that's kind of sad. I actually don't even remember if I brought this up earlier. This is the last time that, we're not going to have two games a day anymore. Since Cleveland clinched the other day, it's always going to be one game a day. There's going to be only one game. There's only We are only guaranteed one game this weekend, and that's the game six. If there's a game seven, well, then, boom, we have two games. But there's not going to be two games in a day anymore. It's going to be really easy to figure out who owns October, who had the best time at that game. Um... For the Cubs, you are, I got to say Addison Russell. That home run was what really did the job. And John Lester, obviously. Um, no pitcher on L.A. deserved piddly-poo. Um, certainly not Baez. Um, uh, who am I going to give it to? Who am I going to give it to? I suppose Corey Seager. You know, um, I guess, yes, yeah, Seager I'm going to have to give it to couple hits and for the Dodgers didn't really matter much so here we go the series is going to go back to Chicago
Chicago Cubs are on the verge of winning their first pennant since 1945, and standing in the way is Clayton Kershaw, who will in all probability force a Game 7 and get everyone a little worried, get everyone a little shaken in their pants, which means we're probably going to have Rich Hill versus Jake Arrieta Game 7, and that will be on Sunday night. Well, folks, I hope that you've enjoyed being with someone who wasn't thrilled that the Cubs won, but what are you going to do? Cubs fan with an eight I know is happy out there in Switzerland. I know a bunch of other people are happy, and I'm going to continue this podcast every single day, just like I'm getting this one in under the wire here on the 20th day of October 2016. Go to baseball.com, like me on Facebook, right on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. Music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. At the end of what was actually kind of a slow-paced slog of a game, this has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for the 20th day of October 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.